2: It's Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, Pat. Oh, I got and you a present, Pat.
1: Right at you. Did you? Uh-huh. What would you get me? Well, I can't
2: tell you or you won't be surprised. Well, it's
1: isn't it time to give the present to me, whatever it is? You know
2: what? I don't like unlike Glenn Beck, I uh-huh. don't go on the air and use uh, Valentine's Day as some mm. weird way to to show to to show off. Right. Uh, and show the the paintings that I bought or the art that I bought for you uh, made um, of duct tape. Made of duct tape. Mm-hmm. Instead, I, I, I think this is going to be a a private moment uh, okay. between us. Oh, that's beautiful. So thank you. Get ready for that. That's on that's on the way for well, I'm you. I'm excited. You got I'm that going excited. for you, which is pretty nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, Valentine's Day. You can if you have no plans today, Jeffy. I assume you have none, right? Obviously, I would assume uh, Amber has other things going on today. Uh, you know, how did you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, she let me. Uh, she has a uh, a scheduling conflict of sorts. Unbelievable. that yeah, you talk to her? it's, it's not a surprise uh, at all. Uh, but if you uh, have not planned anything, which I'm sure some people out there have not, uh, the Waffle House is available. Uh, they have a um, candlelit dinner going on tonight where you can go and load up on, i got to tell you, those freaking Waffle House hash browns with oh. the cheese and the, and I like the onions. I know that's not going to be a, a Pat Gray choice. No. Uh, holy crap, man, those are good. Really? Those are freaking good. You Good. know, I,
1: ca- I can't bring myself to go into a Waffle House <laughs> right. because the smoke is so bad in there. I, yeah. I can't take it. Yeah, I no. just can't.
2: They're tiny. Oh, that's that's the reason. They're tiny, that's and the that's
1: the reason. And yeah. everybody smokes in in a Waffle because House. Because
2: it's the only place that will allow you to it's smoke. It's the only anymore. place left
1: <laughs> that will let you do it. And so uh, you count me out a Waffle House. Yeah, I, I can. I'm go sorry, through. that flavors the food, and I, I just, it ruins it. Ruins the meal. For me. A lot of I smoked
2: meats. You ever have smoked meat? <laughs> <laughs> not cigarette smoke. No, maybe, Once you no. just
1: fire up a no. bad boy
2: when you go in there, you're good to go.
1: Yeah, I don't like it. Yeah, no, so. I,
2: I would definitely prefer there not being smoke in there. However, if you go, you know, I mean, it can be overwhelming. But, uh, yes. you know, again, there's cheese on the hash browns. Did I mention that?
0: <laughs> you there are plenty of times when right. there's, you know, no smokers or maybe one are in there.
1: Yeah, know, so I, okay. it's not, I've never always.
0: seen those times. <laughs> I've never seen those times
2: at a Waffle House. You have the stance, I believe, of uh, a Jim Gaffigan, uh, who uh, has a lengthy rant about Waffle House, uh, where it's kind of like eating at a gas station. <laughs> um, and it is, uh, it's, it's pretty, it's, uh-huh. it can win you over. I uh-huh. will say it, it may win you over yeah, if, you're not, if, if you're not, uh, but again, I, you know, it's food. I like food, and I like hash browns, I like and I like food cheese, too. and I like grilled onions. And I like waffles,
1: and I like hash browns with cheese on them,
2: mm-hmm. but, but, but not, not I Waffle don't House. like it flavored by get smoke. It, you can get it take to take out there. You know, yeah, the I suppose you could. But then, you know, of course, people are smoking while they're cooking it. <laughs> yes. uh, but uh, yes. No, I, I, I actually... Waffle House is an interesting place to me. I think that the smoking thing is an interesting s- stance at this point because or, but, to allow that, almost everybody it, else has done. Yeah, most people away just with it. yeah. I mean, obviously, there's laws in some places, and a lot of places have just said, you know, we don't want it. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I, I certainly uh, appreciate when uh, there's no cigarette smoke in a place. Uh, but the Waffle House thing, though, is they're they don't advertise at all. They just put big signs by the highway. All you need. Yeah, that's like that's what they do. Big
0: signs and the little, and they're always on the uh, highway uh, restaurant signs. You know the highways. Yeah, they are. They're yes, they are. Those, yeah. For a place for a place to stop to eat. Yeah, a, good advert. Which is signs. great advertising. Yes.
1: yes.
2: So when you're hungry
0: and you don't know
1: what's look off at the, the exit, you see right. the sign. Oh. Off, oh.
2: Oh, but you're any going, of, right? Uh, the 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 signs near the exits, uh, off of mm-hmm. highways. It's like the most valuable advertising in America. I would think so. Absolutely. Every time I'm on a long drive, that's how I make all of my decisions. <laughs> Whatever I see on that sign. Yes. Because I assume it's within a mile. Usually they have the mileage, like yeah. it's mm-hmm. 1.2 miles this mm-hmm. way, which is too far, by the way. It's got to be like 0. 0.3 or less. <laughs> yeah, under, a, a, stop. Mile. under a mile. It does have to be like, yeah. really have to be under a mile. Because then you're, you're like, I might need yeah. to take a turn. And it's depending and on which exactly. If there's a direction.
1: turn,
0: I might lose no. my way back, right. and I'm not which doing that. Which direction you're headed to. Because right. if you've got to cross back over the interstate, yes. oh, forget no. it.
2: Right. Forget we're, it. No. Moving on. No, no I'm not i doing it on my side of the road. <laughs> um, now, I would cross the street for this. This is a, a, a shop in New York City. People are going crazy for this. And I, I guess it's edible cookie dough. Now, this is something I have a real pet peeve with. All cookie dough is edible. Thank, okay? That, thank mm. you. Okay? Thank you. Now, some of it might make you sick. But hey, it's all edible. But it's all worth shot. it, okay? Um, and the people keep relating yeah, edible cookie dough. What are you talking about, edible cookie dough? Everybody eats cookie it's dough. It's edible. Ever, all cookie dough is edible. Now, don't, that's, I'm not a doctor, uh, so don't you know? Don't sue me if you if you die because of cookie dough that's not edible. But to me, all cookie dough is edible. All, all humans are legal, and all cookie dough is, is edible. Wow, that amen. Was beautiful. Beautiful. Thank you. Amen. That almost that <laughs> almost made me cry. <laughs> That oh almost my made me cry. I didn't mean to do that. Oh, um, my god! But w- this is not the type of show that's going to talk to you about a cookie dough restaurant and not show it to you. So here it is. Be careful with oh. the rate. Oh, look at oh that. My god. I want oh. it bring it to me. What? Mm-hmm. Are we going to be bringing some of that out? Oh, my God. I want that so bad.
1: Just opened in New York City.
0: Look at all dough. Oh, my
1: they god. serve cookie dough like it's ice cream. Oh my god. Oh wow. Now, what makes it edible? I mean, what makes it safe to do this? No eggs. Brother. Any idea? No eggs. Oh, uh, okay. they're gonna tell us. No, 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 they no. use a lot of sprinkles, oh, and my god, uh, they mix so it food. in. Hundred pounds of chocolate chips every day. No right. oh, that looks Actually, good. doesn't sound like pasteurized all that eggs and heat-treated flour. That's why yeah. pasteurized eggs, so it's safe to eat. It could be eaten in
2: an ice cream cone. Oh my
3: god, it's so giant. giant. Oh, on the base of an
2: ice cream sandwich. Oh. Baked and stuffed with more cookie dough. Yes, me, me, me. Or blended okay. in a milkshake. This is where is this place? Oh, Why? Blended
1: in a milkshake. That would be great. Oh, my God. I grew
3: up cookie dough out Kidding of my me? Fridge. Great. How could
2: you? It's no wasn't edible. I'm
3: surprised that people love it. I am surprised that there's just been like, such a volume of people and such a great response. Very surprised to have a line all the way down the block selling out every single night. We can barely keep wow.
1: up. Wow. Oh, wow. What a great business idea. So where, it's America, man. Where
2: that's is it? Jeez. Probably In, New York. Yeah, probably New York. I think it you know, said New York City. It yeah. considering, considering, uh,
0: but I was wondering exactly where.
2: <laughs> you might fly there, Jeff. <laughs> you look like you might fly there. Uh, <laughs> and you look like maybe you've flown there already. I mean, I, I was just going to say that times.
0: I've eaten cookie dough, you know, all my life and it's done. No. hasn't harmed me. Well, that's
1: debatable. Mm-hmm. but
0: uh, well, let's, I mean, look at me.
1: Uh, yeah, we did, no, unfortunately. I know, I know. Yeah, was, we did.
2: It was the visual cues that led us to that conclusion.
1: <laughs> of the cookie dough? Mm-hmm. Of the harming of the cookie dough, yes. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. We, we see how it's... Uh, uh, how it's
2: um, this is always a risky proposition when we go to the phones and we haven't actually talked to the person uh, because it almost <laughs> right, never works. Right. But Leon Wolf, uh, <laughs> this is a part of the show now. Us complaining about the phones is just a part of the show. Get used mm-hmm. to it. If you don't like phone complaint television, well, you're on the wrong place. Let's be <laughs> honest about it. Uh, Leon Wolf is theoretically with us uh, as he joins us uh, from TheBlaze.com. Leon, uh, are you there? <laughs> <laughs> are you kidding me? <laughs> are you kidding me? It's Why? not
0: even funny. Why?
1: Are you
2: doing that on purpose Any the other room? Are you doing that on Can purpose? You? Hello? Leon! Hello.
4: Ladies and gentlemen. Good
2: gosh. It was wow. only like our 10th try and you're there, wow.
4: Leon. Wow. Thank you. Wow. Wow. This is uh, a brazen new world that we have this technology where I can be in a completely different place right? and speak, it's and it's, you guys can hear it. It's incredible. I can't believe that we have this at The Blaze now. Oh, I, wow. really, I, I seriously can't believe we have
2: it at <laughs> Thank The Thank you, Alexander Graham Bell. That is unbelievable. <laughs> incredible. Uh, Leon Wolf, uh, what, what are you, editor-in-chief of The Blaze? Is that your title? I don't know. It doesn't say Managing that. editor. Managing editor. editor. Uh, of TheBlaze.com. And you... Uh, you talked uh, a little bit today about uh, the Michael Flynn thing, and I think we're kind of on the same page here, and that Flynn, to me, was probably the worst appointment, if not it's certainly the top three worst appointments by Donald Trump. The thing kind of blazes and goes down in a blaze of glory uh, yesterday. Can you kind of talk about this, and, and, and uh, what do, what do you think? Where does this go from here?
4: Well, like you know, this is what I've said all along about, you know, people have, have praised Trump's cabinet, which I think is fair. I think for the most part, I've been a big fan of a lot of Trump's cabinet picks. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was a big fan of Betsy DeVos. Uh, mm. You know, I like General Mattis, who doesn't. Yep. Uh, and so people say, well, gosh, you know, he's, he's put together a very impressive cabinet, which I agree with. I think it's probably one of the best presidential cabinets that exists. The problem for me has always been um, that if you know how the presidency works, the president doesn't talk to his cabinet all that often. Uh, who he talks to on a day-to-day basis are the people who occupy the positions that are currently occupied by Steve Bannon uh, mm-hmm. until yesterday, Michael Flynn. Uh, those positions that are not confirmed by the Senate; those are his daily advisors, and it's it, it's concerning that that he you know put together a good cabinet. And we can all you know praise those things. Uh, his Supreme Court nominee, I think, is somebody who conservatives can get behind. It still remains concerning that his inner circle of people are. I would say troubling is probably the best, most political word that we can use about them. And Flynn certainly fits that mold.
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, first of all, loyalists, right? I mean, Michael Flynn does not get this gig without being just a Trump loyalist. Um, and secondly, you know, it's there's a reason why the, the, they didn't want to put Flynn through a confirmation process, right? I mean, this is why he had one of the big reasons he has this role is so that no one can really look into him that closely.
4: Yeah, absolutely. You know, that almost immediately after his dismissal at DIA... Uh, you know he begins appearing on Russia Today, which, of course, as we know, is a Kremlin-owned propaganda operation. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and he appears on there regularly as as an analyst. He gives a, a a paid speech in Russia for which he was allegedly paid by the Russian government as well. And there have been you know basically whispers about him for years that he has been on the Kremlin's payroll at least since he left DIA. So. It's and, and I don't envy the position that Trump is in, in one respect, because so much of the remaining national security apparatus that would tend to work with a Republican presidential nominee, uh, of course, came from the George W. Bush administration. And all those people hated Donald Trump <laughs> and refused to work with him and openly said during the campaign, we are never Trump. We will never support him. And so who does he have other than Michael Flynn? Um uh, The trouble, I guess, is that Flynn continued to stick around in such a prominent role after the election when a lot of people, you know, said, all right, well, he won, let's give the guy a chance. Trump is a loyalist, and so he puts Flynn in the spot, and and here we are, less than a month later.
1: Yeah, and you you mentioned that that a lot of the Bush people hate him. Um, All the Obama people hate him. And there's just, uh, there's been a lot of news lately about uh, a bunch of defections from the Pentagon, too, that he's going to have a bunch of positions to fill at the Pentagon, and who's he going to get to fill those positions?
4: Yeah, you know, what you just described is a situation in which the last 16 years of people who are competent and knowledgeable about what's going on in the military and the national security um, are almost unanimously not willing to work with the current president. And it's an alarming situation. It's It's an alarming situation, regardless of how you feel about it. So, uh, you know, here we are.
2: So there is a few schools of thought of why this went down. One is Trump maybe has the people around him and they are willing to listen to criticism at this point. Maybe this is a better thing than we had imagined that he's actually listening to these people who are saying someone like Flynn really has sincere trouble. That's camp one. Camp two is, you know, Pence uh, talked to Flynn about these calls to Russia. Flynn lied about them. Pence is pissed off. And while Trump is a loyalist, that loyalty goes away the second uh, that you burn him. And since he feels burned and embarrassed by the scandal, uh, he wanted him gone. And three is something that Glenn brought up on the air today. You know, is this a, you know, uh, retaliation from uh, from, you know, intelligence sources who Trump has been trampling all over for for months who are now saying, by the way, uh, we're going to make sure that people know that these calls did have these elements in them that were uh, potentially illegal, and we're going to make sure people know about them.
4: Well, let me say this. Um, I think it's much more the second point. I think it's dishonesty to Pence that really is what did him in, because I think that Trump has come to understand that he needs Mike Pence in his pocket, just Mm -hmm. in terms of he's already gotten the message that the Democrats are giving him nothing. So anything that he wants to do, he has to have unified Republican support behind him. He knows he can't get that without Mike Pence. So I, I think that it's much more... Pence being pissed off that, that did Flynn in. But I think that Trump's loyalty, as much of vaunted loyalty, is, has been grossly overstated uh, by a lot of people. And, mm-hmm. and uh, I mean, if you just look at it, wh- where, where is Katrina Pearson's job right now? Yeah. In oh, the administration. Nothing. Where is Chris Christie's job in the administration? Where yeah. is Corey Lewandowski's job? And in thank, goodness. Yeah. <laughs> thank, oh, thank goodness. Yeah. Thank goodness. I agree. Yeah. I totally agree. That, but that you're right.
1: I would, they are you know, conspicuously absent, aren't they?
4: Yeah, there's a ton of bodies that have been left by the side of the road of the Trump yeah. uh, campaign throughout the, you know, and granted, most of those bodies I'm glad to see there and yes. not, you know, sitting in the White House next to Bannon. But um, there's been a lot of people that he's left behind. And uh, true. so I, I think that he's much more mercurial in his
2: personnel than a lot of people are recognized. Yeah. Like. And but, how bad did Rudy Giuliani want Secretary of State? Oh, my god, He got he got a giant zilch on that one as well. Dan um, from Jersey, yep. too. What's that? Chris Christie. Yeah, he he mentioned Christie as well. Yeah, I mean, it's a a big group of of, really many of his most public supporters. Katrina
1: Pearson, you know, you just reminded me of what a bullet we dodged there.
2: Oh, my (laughs) my gosh. Can you imagine Katrina Pearson in the White House? Absolutely, I can. Uh, Holy crap. This is, it's an interesting thing because to me, to my eye, uh, talking to Leon Wolfe from The Blaze, to my eye, the Flynn departure is a good thing. I'm glad he's not in this in this position of power, but we might not get this benefit with a lot of the other people he's surrounded himself with. They might not you know, flame out as quickly. And, you know, how do you look at that? Because there is a real you know, problem with the relationship to the truth in this administration, even with things that I like that they're doing.
4: Yeah. And, and you know, as I kind of said on Twitter today, the, the alarming thing about Trump to me isn't always had, it's not an ideological thing. I, I can tolerate quite a bit of ideological flexibility in somebody who's running for president. The problem is that is his judgment of people is, is terrible. Um, you know, he, he tends to just solely evaluate who's That's a good true. person for the job based upon the extent to which they flatter him, yes. uh, which is the absolute worst way to pick, you know, a good leader. It's, um,
1: it's interesting that you had the unmitigated gall to actually tweet that out. I'll bet you're getting some fun responses, Leon. Oh, like, your Twitter feed has to be
4: really filled with love right now. It always is, guys. It's 100 <laughs> percent entertainment all day, every day uh, on Twitter with the, with the Trump fans. But you know, all uh, you can do, all you can do at this point, because it's already, we're already a month into the, the presidency, and it's already kind of exhausting. You know, it's, it's yeah. it, there's just a stop yeah. and part of it, and I try to tell my friends who are in the media, you got to stop with freaking out about literally everything that Donald Trump does, because he's going to do so much stuff that's legitimately we need to freak out about, that this, <laughs> that this sense of let's freak out about all the nonsense, ridiculous penny stuff, is is getting people to where they're just sick of it they're just gonna tune out here here we go we're gonna freak out about Donald Trump again yeah I, I just don't think yeah. that in general they're picking their battles very yeah well, we have to pick uh, in battle. terms of of, of of pointing this stuff out yeah.
2: and this comes back to just a strategy position from let's say the left the, you know you have a, a, a president uh, who's in office who is probably the most policy-wise, moderate of, you know, the modern era as far as Republicans go. Um, You know, obviously he was a Democrat. He had a lot of liberal things. He talked about it during the campaign. He's clearly heavily influenced by Ivanka and Jaron Kushter, who are both Democrats. Uh, So just from a strategy perspective, I find it so strange and honestly positive. I'm glad they're doing it. But the ridiculous reactions to Trump, I think puts him in a it, 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 uh, it, it puts him in a corner and it makes him think I have to just hunker down and stay with the people who are being loyal to me because they could get their six hundred and eighty billion dollar maternity leave program if they just sweet talked him. But instead, they're going so far the opposite way. I don't know if they're going to get any of that crap now.
4: Yeah. And this I'm, I'm by, far, by far not the first person to observe that Trump responds to flattery more than anything else in the entire world. I'm not the only person who's observed that. Here's what this tells you about the Democrats. The way they're reacting to Trump tells you that they don't really care about a lot of the things that they say they care about. Mm -hmm. They care about winning uh, and they want to win elections. Uh, I think that you're absolutely right. If Chuck Schumer were to come out tomorrow and say, you know, I really like Donald Trump. I think he's doing a great job as president and everything he's doing is swell so far um, you know, Trump would invite him to the White House and say, Hey Chuck, I, I really appreciate what you say, what you said about me. What can I do for you to help make your life easier? Because I think that's the kind of guy that, that, that Trump is. No uh, the fact that it. they're not going that route and in fact going hundred percent the other route Shows that you know really all they care about is 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 winning elections at the end of the day, and they mm-hmm. determine that the best way to do that is just to be perceived as being opposed to everything he does. Mm. Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, we highly uh, recommend you, you find the uh, tweet storm from uh, Leon today uh, on his Twitter, um, which you, uh, you, you I mean it's worth following every day, but it's a good one today. I actually saw after we uh, with scheduled this you I saw the interview, I saw uh, Jake Tapper retweeting it. Uh, nice. I mean there's some serious attention on this and it makes a lot of really good points I think you started it with I'm not very good at tweet storms and then here it is a very good tweet storm
4: <laughs> oh I'm terrible I, I always misnumber them and I don't reply to them right and everybody always complains so yes. yeah I'm glad I got this one right but yes being retweeted by Tapper always brings out the the lovely cartoon frogs <laughs> so many cartoon frogs <laughs> in your Twitter timeline so All
2: right, there you go uh, at Appreciate Leon H. Wolf is the place to go Leon thanks for coming on the program man Thanks for having me,
4: guys. All right. Uh, you could
1: take a positive step towards self reliance no matter what is coming down the pike. You know, we, we talk all the time about maybe there's some sort of calamity in the economy. Maybe there's weather related problems. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just a job situation, but it, it never
2: hurts to be prepared. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, this we're talking about my Patriot Supply here. They, they are a great company. They, they make easy to prepare emergency food. As of right now, however, my understanding is they do not have edible cookie dough uh, in this particular oh, wow. package, which is a problem. And it's something that we can address and work together to get mm-hmm. to. I know mm-hmm. they have they have, uh, you know, macaroni and cheese and, and uh, you mm-hmm. know, delicious uh, soups. And you have talked about the emergency pizza, which pizza, for some reason we still haven't tried. Pudding. I don't understand that. Deliciousness. Pudding, all sorts of great foods, but no uh, no edible cookie dough. And
1: you can uh, get up to so. four weeks, though, of easy to prepare, really delicious food for just ninety nine dollars. And they throw in the shipping for free. There's no handling charges. You know, what? a lot of times you, you'll see, like, $40 shipping and handling. Yes. There's,
5: uh,
2: <laughs> really? Yeah, what are you
1: ordering? Yeah. Uh, things that need to be handled a Okay, yeah, a well, lot. that's true. Yeah.
2: Um, I will say that the money you save on shipping and uh, on this offer, you can apply to cookie dough. So, I mean, all right. you can get it all together. 888-411-5290 is the number, or preparewiththeblaze.com. 888-411-5290, or preparewiththeblaze.com.
1: Hi and welcome. Hi. It is uh, the Patton Stew Show. Spices Highly stew. acclaimed.
2: Yeah, well, mo- moderately acclaimed uh, Pat Patton Stu Show uh, by us. Uh, we think it's okay. Oh, uh, it's, I mean, not it's been called the greatest show ever done on television. Yeah, but not by us. We think it's just okay. Right. Um, but uh, some so. people think wrong about that. Uh, Spicer's doing his press conference right now, and he has said, because we got lots of stuff, when we talked about Flynn today, uh, he's a, I, don't think, I think it was a terrible appointment. I said it at the time. I thought it was one of his worst choices. Yeah. Uh, now Flynn is gone, and we heard all day, this all this morning from Trump fans, oh, you guys are just parodying the media claims, or, uh, you know, the media tanked this guy and made him resign. Uh, actually, no, the president of the United States asked him to resign. The president of the United States, your guy, Said there's an eroding trust with this guy Flynn, and I want him out. And Spicer
1: has and said, according
2: to Sean Spicer, now maybe he's that, lying. That too, there are
1: other things going on there, yeah, that besides was a, r-
2: the Russia deal. That was a really interesting quote. Yeah. Uh, let me see if I can pull up the exact quote. Um, because this one was I, feels like it was odd, uh, coming from uh, Sean Spicer. He mentions a quote series of other questionable instances. In addition to the Russian ambassador call that everyone's been talking about, interesting, a series of other questionable instances. I mean, that's just begging for an investigation, which they're going to get. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it does appear. Mm-hmm. Again, we're freaking four weeks into this. You've already got an investigation with one of the senior uh, oh, a- intelligence uh, advisors, mm-hmm. and he's now stepped down. I mean, this is it's, we're not off to a uh, you know a wonderful start here. As we been some good things.
1: As we predict, predicted yesterday too on this California dam situation. Uh, Spicer is saying right now that the California dam situation oh, is the reason we need to fix our infrastructure
2: A trillion dollars. They want it. They're going to get gosh, it man. because the Democrats are going to say this plays with
1: right into crumbling roads, crumbling bridges, crumbling dams. Our, our airports have fallen apart. We got to fix the bus depots, carports all over the place have crumbled and fallen on cars. I, I don't know. It, it's crazy. What happened to the last trillion dollars? Of infrastructure.
2: Where's well, that? Well, this time they're gonna do it right, Pat. You're uh-huh. right. Obama did screw it up, but this time Trump's. Trump knows he's a builder, Pat. Yep. The guy knows how to build. And since when? Since,
1: <sighs> since when are Republicans okay with spending a trillion dollars? Since Trump. Of our money since, on infrastructure. Since May. Since May. You're now, right. Since the country since needs May. it. Since May. That since That's the, the well. country no, needs it. The country. Since, is, May. Supposedly, if the country needs it now, it's needed it for a
2: while. Yeah. And look, I mean, you know, he's got, he ran on this and he got elected on it. So, yes, I mean, I, I fully expect him to execute this because this is the easy stuff. Yeah. This is one of the big things. You know, look, we were, we, as we said many times in the year, the election essentially ended for us in May. And you know that about us. We're not going to lie to you about it. Uh, but when we get close to the election, one of the fears that we all had was the easy stuff for Trump to get done. Obviously, there's executive orders, and you can do that without any input. But the easy stuff legislation-wise to get done is going to be the liberal stuff. It's going to be easy to get a trillion dollars of stimulus passed because the Democrats will all agree with it. And Mm -hmm. enough Republicans will go along that they'll get 60 votes pretty much every time. I mean, he can pass liberal crap with absolutely no opposition. It's the Republican stuff that's going to be difficult because they can still filibuster a lot of it. Um, The Obamacare thing and the tax stuff, we think he can get through without that, but who knows. Um, that's looking less and less likely as the days pass, uh, but the liberal stuff he will be able to get done if he wants to, and and this is one of the things I brought up with Leon this this last break is that if rep- if the Democrats were smart and they actually cared about these things they'd be just kissing his ass and they would get all yep. this stuff. Luckily so far they haven't gone that route, but if they figure it out it's going to be problematic.
1: Yeah, uh, let's take a quick break. Then we're going to come back with uh, Glenn from last night with uh, talking about okay. talking about in the think tank uh, Russia. Flynn, whistleblowers, and more. More patents too coming up in a set.
2: Oh, yeah, but you guys, Trump's a builder. What you guys don't understand is he's a builder. When he spends a trillion dollars, it'll be a good trillion dollars. I don't mind paying taxes to Trump.
6: Boy oh boy, have you noticed all of the people that are saying, hello America, have you noticed all the people who are now saying, um, uh, this is the Tea Party done by the Democrats? We have some news for you today that shows that the Democrats are prepared and they're good at this. We suck at it. They're very good at this. Um, We shouldn't ignore that and how do we diffuse things? How do we ratchet things down, especially with so many things in the news that we should be paying attention to, but aren't because we're only playing politics. For instance, Russia. We're gonna start there with the think tank right now. I don't know how we get hijacked at this point, every time with uh, the spook. But, uh, <laughs> former military intelligence, Jason. Let's talk about Russia. what's wow, going on.
5: I, I lost my mind over the past weekend, and it was like a ton of stuff just dropped. What was it Friday? Caleb was sending me stuff, and then... It was funny, because we had a conversation. We're like, it feels like the news always breaks as we're leaving work on Fridays. Of course
4: it does. An hour
5: <laughs> later, I texted him, I'm like, did you see this? An hour after that, did you see this? I think he's pulling the strings to keep his job. Yeah. I, guess, but, I know. But see, every, it, all hit, it was all connected, and it all hit starting around Friday. First thing that came out was, uh, they were talking about uh, Mike Flynn, and how some SIGINT was released. Okay, what What does that mean? Signals intelligence. So basically, if we bug the Russian ambassador's phone, which in this case we do, um, we monitor all the communications that come out of the Russian embassy. Well, apparently Mike Flynn forgot about that, even though he used to head the DIA. But he called the Russian ambassador, and this was right after uh, we sanctioned, uh, the Obama administration sanctioned Russia for the, you you know, alleged messing with the election. Okay. And so... What everyone thought was, is that Flynn was on the phone saying, hey, don't worry about the sanctions. You know, We're going to get rid of them. If he would have said that, that would have been illegal. Um, but that was what was alleged. Well, supposedly, he lied about it because they came out, and some unnamed intelligence official came out and said, OK, no, I can confirm he did talk about sanctions. He lied to the vice president when he said that he didn't talk about sanctions. Now, it's interesting because. He doesn't come out and say there was no quid pro. There was no quid quid pro quo. So basically, he didn't say, "Look, don't worry about that. Um, we're not, you know, we're not going to." Um, as soon as he's uh, Trump selected, in, we're not going to just instantly take. So out he could
2: have just said, "I'm taking care of some of the sanctions. That's part of my job description." He could have
5: said, "Hey, yeah. yeah, about those sanctions. Crazy thing, what you know, yeah. old you know, Obama did. That's pretty nuts." We'll he could have just it said, in a said couple that. Months, yeah, yeah, yeah he he, he could have said that, but and that's probably what he did say. And the intelligence community is very, very careful with this. Whoever this unnamed source is, he was very careful with that. Because he's not going to say that there's an indictable offense here. He's just going to say, ah, he lied about it. So basically, he's just making the administration look bad. Now This ties directly in with, again, another intelligence official came in, again, using signals intelligence, said that we verified parts of the uh, Trump dossier. And again, it's very careful. It's not, oh, it doesn't yeah, have anything which, to do with
6: Trump. Which part of that?
5: Exactly. <laughs> they, they don't say. So basically what they said was, well, we verified that certain conversations did take place when, you know, when, when they said they took place, when the steel guy. But did, which oh, ones? See, this, they they don't was, say.
3: It was none of the salacious details that, yeah. that they wouldn't go. They said it was nothing, nothing to do with that.
2: No golden right. shower. So this
5: is...
3: Conversations.
5: So the, the intelligence community is dropping info, kind of like how we said they would be. There is still a war going on. They're giving just enough to make him look bad, but not enough destroy. To, to destroy him. So basically, this is more warnings. This is like, look, buddy, we have the goods on you. You better fall on the line. Mm. It's still going on. It started before. It's still going on. It hasn't finished. And it's probably going to get worse, depending on how Trump reacts
3: to Well, it. and can you imagine, because, I mean, Bush was respectful to the intelligence community and they still leaked some of his stuff, so the way that Trump is and how he likes to fight back and forth with them, or at least he did, you know, um, what, a month ago, I mean, I can't even imagine how much damage they could do to him just based on the fact what that- What does
6: this lead to? What is the end game? I, I've asked this of the media. You keep punching a guy who's a counter puncher. You know, you know, we don't, we don't have to go back and watch the, the bouts to see. He says, you hit me, I'm going to hit you back twice as hard. And he does it. We all know it. He's, he gets angry, hurt, and he's vindictive. So I've asked the media, you keep punching him in the face, he's going to punch you back twice as hard. What is your end
7: game? Well, let's, let's play it out. If they keep making him look bad, the people that support Trump <laughs> are going to keep supporting him. The right. people who don't are going to support him even less? Right. So, but is, Do you get it? But where do does do that change? end? Right, right. Well, that ends That ends
6: in, in disintegration
5: of civilization. Right. Well, the problem is, so that, that, that analogy works towards the media, but he's playing this with the intelligence community. So the way they've, they've started it was Trump hit the intelligence community. The Intelligence community is obviously saying, like, look, we're giving you intelligence. If you're denying it and call, calling us out, just buckle up because it's going to get worse for you. This is the second stage right now. The second stage is... Okay, signals intelligence is involved here, which means, and that's a hint there are actually transcripts and your vo- voice on the phone that confirms everything that we 're hinting at right now it's a hint, but stand by for later the second the third stage to this is actually leaking that, so they've hinted at it then they've said, look we've got the transcripts, you know get ready. The third is actually delivering these
6: and what is he what do they want just for him to quietly just say hey i love the intel community
5: well i think it goes beyond that because there are some big time patriots in the intelligence community they're not we call them spooks but they're not bad guys but i think they have a responsibility to if 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 the trump administration is being i don't know if they're dis- if they're being dismissive of actual intelligence you know if there's there's actually a rumor right now that in the white house situation room there is a kremlin mole that's an actual rumor right now amongst the intelligence community what do you mean a criminal mole? Kremlin. 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 Oh, Kremlin mole. Kremlin mole. Yeah, Kremlin mole. yeah they're an actual rumor right now. Now, if they're saying, look, this is, he's here and we need to look into this, and Trump's saying, no, you guys are fake news. That's his big thing now. He's calling the intelligence community fake news. The intelligence community is not going to stand by. And I would, I would argue they have the right and the responsibility they to do. do something about it. And yeah. their ways are spooky, secret squirrel. They're, they're going to get it out there. And if this stuff is true, it's impeachable.
2: So are it really we is. seeing it, Flynn or anybody else from the administration besides Trump trying to repair any of these relationships at all? Not really. The,
6: if, there is a, if there is a Kremlin mole, and that's a, quite a big if, but if there is a Kremlin mole, th- they shouldn't bow to him. If he's saying no, there isn't, they believe there is, we should know that one way or another. We, we, they should not just say, okay, well, he said I'm sorry for all the others, so let's leave him alone. They have to find out what's right and what's wrong. If they are patriots, they let the chips fall where they may. Right.
7: Play, play it out, though. What happens if it's, whether it's an impeachable offense or not, it then, they did, then defer to Congress, are you going to impeach this guy or not? If it isn't impeachable, everybody says, how come you're not impeaching him that doesn't support Trump? If it is impeachable, same thing from the other side. You see what I'm saying? It just destroys the whole thing. It's just a breakdown. And if it's it's
6: borderline impeachable, but they say this is impeachable, and they impeach but don't remove, they've inoculated him for anything else. Yeah. Mm
4: -hmm.
5: Wow. Well, what would be different from, say, like the Clinton impeachment, you actually would have phone conversations and transcripts that would back everything up. I, mean, yeah, I don't but see how the you Republican could not.
7: Party would just cover it as much as they could, though.
3: I don't know that, that I don't know that that's necessarily true because remember, a lot of their constituents only voted for Trump because Hillary Clinton was their only other option.
7: And I, and I would agree with you on a lot, except Reince Priebus. Once they oh. know where their their bread is buttered.
3: Yeah, but I mean, I just I would like to think that. There are a lot of people who although they voted for Trump because Trump, you know, Trump won, they voted for him, they're not necessarily Trump supporters. I
6: think a lot of people would be fine with Mike Pence. True.
3: Right. Right. And that, and so I just <clears throat> I feel like I don't I don't know that the Republican party would just be behind him no matter what. But
7: then what's the alt right do? Okay, we're all fine. Mike Pence, good Trump. Yeah, I don't won. I
6: mean I just don't see this. I just don't see a way because it's escalated so far already. I don't see a way to where a counter puncher stops punching, yeah. And it we've got, just got a, they're
3: all just daring each other. Yeah. to keep going.
5: And we've got another escalation on the way. The, your Snowden
6: story. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I wanted to t- I wanted to ask you about this. <clears throat> it's, it was presented in the press as if it, as if this was a gift, <laughs> like I'm giving you Snowden as a peace token.
5: Yeah, well, hey, I, I got to do this. Uh, this was a Jason Buttrell trademark prediction. Can we <laughs> roll 1? <slot one? laughs> you know what? I'm going to take it a step forward. We're not going to pardon him. I bet you we don't pardon him. But you know what Russia's going to do? They're going to sit back and enjoy it. They're going to hand deliver him. They're going to fly him straight to the United States or Germany or one of our allies. They're going to hand deliver him, sit back and watch the political firestorm. Yes. They're going to say, if, if we yes. convict him... Then we're screwed because yes. we're, you know, we're convicting yes. we're a whistleblower. Yes. If we don't, then oh my gosh, he got away with everything. Yes. They're going to hand deliver him, and they're going to love it. <laughs> give him oh! All right. <laughs>
6: <laughs> so that's what that's what you think is
5: happening? I, exactly what's going to happen. This is what I saw happening for a while. Uh, so, <laughs> first off, you know my, how I feel about Snowden. He's a glorified yes. AT boy. He's not a spy. <laughs> we got it. We got He's, it. Please okay, <laughs> just say it again. Go
4: ahead. Go
6: ahead. It makes you feel better.
5: <laughs> okay. I'll leave all that out. But again, Let's point out the fact that, again, Signals Intelligence dropped the fact, again, and this is all around the same time frame this weekend, a huge escalation in this war against the intelligence community. But again, they dropped information saying, oh, they listened in on communications from the Russians saying that they were going to hand him over basically as a gift. Now. Yeah, Snowden, uh, Putin's going to do this. He's going to do this because Snowden is—he's outlived his usefulness right now. He's just used as a propaganda tool. But he's going to love it because when he comes back here, let's say tr- the first thing Trump says is, "Hey, I want to prosecute him. Right, well, let's prosecute him." He's going to take all kinds of flack from the ACLU, he's gonna t- from whistleblower um, agencies, from um, human rights agencies, all, all you, kinds. You, of- you forget
6: the chaos that is caused of people like Sean Hannity and the ACLU now on the same team, uh, because Sean was, he's a criminal, we should put him in jail forever, but now that he's helped Trump, he's a good guy and we should pardon him, he's a hero. Where do the conservatives
5: come down on Snowden? Yeah, well, if they, if they do pardon him, then, then you can, it, it easily makes the case that he's enabling our enemies and he's in bed with the Russians, I mean, instantly. So, I mean, I, if, you, if you are a conservative and actually have a conscience, then you don't side with the with the Hannitys. Right, the, world on this.
3: the ones who have principles. Right. will keep their principles, and they will still <laughs> not be pro Snowden and pro Assange. But we can probably who, count them on our
6: hand. At this right,
3: point. the ones yeah. who are more interested in winning. They may
6: all be in this room. Yes. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, the the um, other thing that did you see what happened in the UK that the UK is passing their own journalism espionage act, and it will actually put people like Glenn Greenwald into prison for 14 years. Is
2: it if they visit someone over there? If you,
6: if you release um, information on a, an ally, mm-hmm. that on either the UK or an ally, um, you are considered uh, a spy. Mm-hmm. And so you can go to jail for 1 to 14 years, and they said this would affect Greenwald. Even though he didn't leak it, he just covered it, him going to Hong Kong and meeting with him would be covered in that, and he would go to jail.
7: Well, thank God nothing like that could happen here. <laughs> thank <laughs> God.
6: <laughs> Think of that, though. I mean, we, how far off are we? I know. Where you're, you have, and, and I hate to set him off again, but <laughs> let's just say he was whistleblowing. I disagree with the way he did it. I'm glad some of this came out, but I disagree with the way he did it. If you have an actual honest-to-God whistleblower and you can now put them in jail and the press in jail, we're, we're and, you know, they say who's really behind this in the UK is their financial district. Mm-hmm. Uh, All the big banks
7: are saying, yeah, we don't want any whistleblowing. We've had, we've had ex- politicians, current politicians, uh, celebrities, former news people say, we need some sort of fake news police. Doesn't that lead to this? Isn't that what Uh, this is?
5: Ted Ted
6: Koppel said to me,
7: Ted Koppel said to me, we need to start
6: licensing uh, (laughs) journalists. And I'm like, no, we (laughs) don't. That would be a very bad thing, Ted. They don't see it coming.
2: All right. Now, here this it is.
1: is kind of a weird Spoons because it's <laughs> red velvet Kit Kats. Yes. Oh,
0: look at and the, why you is can't it
1: weird? tell me you haven't already tried these. The bag was wide open. Yeah, it's <laughs> yes. open, and this is the They're guy always who's open. always saying, hey, hey, you're not supposed to try I, that before we explain what the deal is for 15 to 20 minutes on the air. Why are you trying are you that? Doing? You're not supposed to bite into that yet. I hate you for year. that. And you've
2: already eaten. Are you
1: chewing?
2: Let me inform you of a distinction uh-huh. that I would make. All right. Is that I had these several weeks ago when they came out, when it wasn't even a spoon segment. And you, several okay. weeks ago you yes. tried these? Yes. Not three seconds before we go on the air to do the worse. segment. Which is worse.
1: Several weeks ago or three seconds Three seconds before? is worse. <laughs> no, I'd say point is three you try weeks to test ago it live. is worse.
2: We try to test these things live. Which Let's is test what test. we do. Here we go. Red Velvet. Uh, <laughs>
1: Uh, Kit Kats. Okay, let try it.
2: Interesting uh, thing, I'll say. Jeffy
1: and I have not yet tried these. No. Red and I'll help walk you through the process. This,
2: you're, I was surprised to see them as white. I kind of... Ex- <coughs> I kind of I, 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 that surprised ex- me as well. It's I thought it would be a red White vibe. chocolate, though, right? Yes. And if you look inside, they're not really red inside either. So they didn't really play up the red velvet thing. You know, this is kind of like a little brown. the taste, though. But the uh, taste...
1: Do they taste like red, red velvet?
2: velvet? I think they're pretty good. They're pretty good. Um, they did a decent mm. job with the red velvet flavor. It no. did.
1: Mm-hmm. It doesn't look like red velvet. Yeah, because it isn't red
2: velvet. <laughs> it's a Kit Kat, but now one of the things you think was really strange is it's a hollow, a uh, hmm. a candy based on Valentine's Day. Yeah. So you really think you want it red mm-hmm. involved? The, the packaging has got the pink and red thing going mm-hmm. on, but but no. Overall, though, I do like these quite a bit. Hmm. Okay, um, pretty good. I scale from one to eighteen. I give them a fifteen. Really? I like red velvet. I mean, I'll give them a fourteen. With, I mean, the Kit Kats are good, but. They're good. I'll give them a 14. Yeah, you know. Kit Kats are not my favorite. 11 or 12, maybe. 11 or 12? Right. Okay. Th- good, th- thankfully, A, you couldn't you know settle on one of the two numbers. And B, you already ate one of the k- kisses, didn't you? <laughs> Did you? No. You're unbelievable. All right. Here's the other one. These are uh, birthday, birthday cake. Is that what they're called? Uh, cupcake. Cupcake Hershey's Kisses. Again, oh. sort of a white chocolate vibe. We'll give, give it a whirl. Oh, my God. By the way, I tried these two.
1: What? what? Are these supposed to taste like a cupcake?
2: They do not. They don't. No. Oh, they don't. So we're. They're kit crunchy. Kat. Yeah. There's a little. There's a little crunchiness. I mean, they're good if you like white chocolate. What I would say is they're white chocolate kisses with a little crunch inside.
0: Does it say anything on the bag? Perhaps, maybe. I don't know if you. Um, they're both kind of. If you had the kit, if you had the Hershey kisses with milk, does this get the, bring yeah, out the flavor God. more?
2: Oh good gosh! Shut up! I just wonder if that brings out the flavor more. That's Shut all I'm asking. Shut up! Here's what I will say. Kit Kat was able to pull off a white version of Red Velvet very well. Yeah. Where kick, where kiss the Hershey's Kisses, they're fine if you like white chocolate, but they didn't really add any cupcake to it. No. I give those a eleven. Yeah, ten. Ten out of eighteen. Okay, Jeffy. Jeffy. No. Eight or nine. All right. On that note, here's Jeffy (laughs) time. (laughs) Oh really? I got there a couple minutes left. Stories that oh. Jeffy
1: found. It felt like sharing with us, so we don't have to talk anymore. We don't like
0: talking. So well, sure. first, uh, congratulations are in order to uh, Linda McMahon, uh, who was uh, confirmed as the uh, Small Business Administration uh, head uh, to lead the Small Business Administration for the Trump uh, administration. Congratulations. She's Vince
2: McMahon's t- wife. That's yeah, correct. She, I mean, she she oh. ran for Senate in Connecticut. Yeah, right? Uh, right. Another then, billionaire, then? billionaire. Wow. All yeah. billionaires in this uh, no, All
0: billionaires, man. Wow, it is incredible. Which I don't necessarily.
2: I mean, I don't care. Whatever. Yeah, but very interesting. But this guy uh, who's supposed to be a man of the people.
0: What else? I, uh, let's talk about uh, going to. Israel. we're talking about uh, Valentine's Day mm-hmm. today in uh, Israel right now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tonight they're about six hours ahead of uh, six or seven <laughs> ahead of us here in Texas, so yeah. it's already evening. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you go to Burger King, if you're listening in Israel, you go to Burger King tonight. You order a, an adult family meal, happy meal. Mm. An adult? You get an adult toy with your Happy Meal. That's the toy. That what do you, you mean eat. an adult
1: toy? Like, like an adult toy? An
0: adult toy. In Israel? At, at no.
1: No, you don't. no also, I'd like to say Wait, go to Jeffy.
2: What? Go there and get your Valentine's no, Day gift.
1: get out of here. It's a
2: toy, not a sex toy.
1: That's what an adult toy is. There's no way, Jeffy. That's no way. Both Israel and In Burger King. Israel? King Come on. Okay. At Burger King? Come on. All right.
0: I don't believe it. All right, what else it. you got? What's your last thing? Go to uh, jeffyfisher.com. Yeah. Go what? ahead and buy the Talking Walking Dead
2: t-shirt we have for sale. Are you effing kidding me? All right. There, there's a jeffyfisher.com. That,
0: J-E-F-F-Y, Fisher, F-I-S-H-E-R.com. Oh, my God. Uh, Talking Walking Dead t-shirt. If you Thanks for coming do Unbelievable.
1: If you know how to Thanks do
2: those D-E-O-S attacks, D-E-O-S, denial of service. You're
1: hawking some sort of t-shirt merchandise? Heck, yeah.
0: Talking Walking
2: Dead,
1: but we don't even have a website. He's got (laughs)
2: JeffreyFisher.com.
0: Wow.